Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. It can feel a bit disingenuous promoting the latest brand spanking new product with so many people doing it tough and in the middle of a pandemic. But you've got to make a living, right? So what if there was a way to sell, help people, make your customers feel good and turn a profit all at the same time? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman and this is Business Essentials Daily. best of times, money can be tight. These days, tighter than many can remember. So why is it important to still give to causes that need our support? And how, with the best of intentions, can we give back in a way that doesn't impact the bottom line? Jeremy Meltzer is the founder and CEO of I Equal Change, a platform that enables online retailers to simply and easily give back to carefully vetted local and international charities and not-for-profits, and make a return on investment. The idea for I Equal Change began as a way to help fund NGOs supporting the struggle of violence against women and girls, which Jeremy calls the ancient issue of our time. Today, the platform still supports this fundamentally important cause, as well as the environment and sustainability, mental health, food insecurity, and much more. As an entrepreneur, he's been on a mission to find a solution that funds these amazing organisations in a way that hasn't been done before, helping retailers become brands of purpose and attract more customers, particularly during tough times. I Equal Change has raised millions in donations, impacting the lives of many hundreds of thousands of people in Australia and around the world. The success is that much sweeter, given the palpable impact of COVID-19. It was a tough two or three weeks back in March last year for the platform. It's harder hit retailers and the charities left needing more help than ever. But more on that a bit later. First, though, Jeremy starts by telling me exactly what I Equal Change is and how it works. It is a technology platform that plugs into online retailers' websites. Mm. And the user experience is simple. So once we go live with a brand, there's a small platform that appears on the thank you page post-purchase, and it engages every customer with every sale. And what happens is that we flip the model. So on the platform, the brand gives back with every sale. Most of our brands give a dollar, and the customer gets to choose where it goes. So if I buy from, say, Camilla or Clarins or P Nation or every one of now over 150 brands that are giving back, every time I transact on the thank you page, it says, thank you, we give back, you choose where to send our dollar. And then I have that experience of making the impact, spending the brand's money, which always feels better than being asked to spend my own, Yes. which is kind of why we also flipped this model because we thought the brand needs to have skin in the game. Absolutely. And in doing so they can actually receive a significant return. And we can talk about how we've actually measured this, which is really interesting because we've been able to measure the impact of that donation Mm. in a way that's driving growth of businesses in a way that previously we haven't thought possible. Mm. What's important is that the customer can then track the impact to see in real time how much they've helped raise with their purchase 
and where it's going. And so that full transparency has been a real core principle mm. to who we are as an organisation to offer that to the, both the brands and their customers. Now, you closely curate the charities and causes and not-for-profits that you support. Why is that and what's your process? There's obviously thousands of not-for-profits in this space and it it is a complex area. We vet and we visit the projects as much as possible. And so we really partner with organisations that have been committed to community-led development over the last at least dozen years that are unlocking the the potential within communities that are hiring within communities that are sourcing locally. There's, there's some tenets around what's generally understood to be best practice development yeah. and we follow those closely. A lot of our NGOs are also either ACFID or DFAT accredited and so the brands also really appreciate that we do that due diligence mm. and so they can confidently partner and choose three projects because each retailer chooses three that yeah. they are passionate about so they really take ownership of it based on having the confidence that we've done that body of work. Mm-hmm. There are some incredible impact development experts, which uh, I've been very humbled to spend time with. And to me, these are the, these are the rock stars of our time, to be yeah. honest. I mean, these are the people I believe we should be celebrating, people who have committed their lives, often working in difficult circumstances mm. to try to empower communities, especially during humanitarian crises. It's mm. extraordinary what these people go through, and especially the people they serve, uh, mostly. And they're both local to Australia and also international, the not-for-profits that you work with. Is that right? Yeah, about half of our projects are Australian-based now. I mean, our DNA is women and girls empowerment. Uh, We've branched out now, especially in this time of COVID, which we can speak of. But we're looking at uh, having a spread of projects so retailers can even, if they want to support environmental projects around sustainability, they can now do so, or mental health or feeding Australians in crisis. Mm. I mean, we're really wanting to, in in order to be as relevant as we can be and meet the need of the time, which is, of course, an extraordinary time, Mm. we've branched out so that retailers can have that full and broad choice Mm. to both resonate with who they are as business owners and who their customers are as well. So then on that point, who are some of the charities and not-for-profits that you work with? Some incredible ones are like Adara Development, run by Audet Excel, uh, who was philanthropist of the year a few years ago, an extraordinary impact leader. And this is one of the epicenters of trafficking of young girls Mm. across the border into India. And their work over the last dozen years has helped to virtually eliminate this trade of young girls Mm. out of this area called Gangfedi in Nepal. I mentioned Food Bank. One dollar provides two meals for Australians experiencing food stress. We've partnered with Greening Australia where we're helping sequester carbon and remove sediment from the Great Barrier Reef. Up in P&G, there's an incredible guy called Dr. Barry. Mm. Now, Dr. Barry was was a um, carpenter who retrained as an obstetrician and he's now saving the lives of women giving birth in some of the most remote parts of rural islands off the coast of Port Moresby. And so we really look for these incredible stories of impact leaders who are have basically committed their lives to trying to solve complex and intractable issues. And so then who are some of the retailers that you're working with and how do they select from the causes and charities that you've chosen to support? 
You know, there's a sort of 150 brands and counting now. Uh, in this time of COVID, we've actually had an increase in interest, which is really interesting. Very interesting. Uh, you know, there's brands from P Nation to Clarins to a number of – mostly we've had a lot of fashion brands come mm-hmm. on board, like National Tiles, a big national brand. And they're all giving back with every sale. Most are giving a dollar. And what's interesting is what we hear is the most exciting – part of the onboarding process is choosing their charities. Mm. You know, once they decide, yes, we're doing that, we're going to build this into the DNA of who we are as a brand, and we build a whole a suite of tools and features so for the brand to actually build this messaging across their website, which is really interesting, the return, the marketing return that brands are seeing. So once they make that choice as to which projects they want to support, we help them then build that into the messaging, into their whole brand messaging, so that it becomes a really inspiring point of engagement for their customers. And from that point forward, they actually become a brand of purpose, Mm. a business of purpose that gives back with every sale. And then they can sort of see the return, which we also give them the tools to measure, which is really interesting to sort of see that you can actually – that giving can also return a, a return on investment, which previously uh, we didn't think was possible as business owners. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because donations were considered a cost. Yes. What we're proving now is this is one of the most meaningful marketing spends that a brand can make, especially in this time. So then as the coronavirus crisis was growing and having a devastating impact on businesses, particularly the retailers that your charities rely on, what were you thinking? Well, we panicked, (laughs) I think like everyone. Like everyone, yeah. (laughs) Especially in those first few weeks. And we let everyone know, look, we're here to support the whole community of both retailers and NGOs. Uh, Some retailers, understandably, they just had to cut every conceivable cost. And we lost about a dozen, but Mm. they were small ones, thankfully. Mm. Uh, Many of them are considering coming back. What we've seen in the last six to eight weeks is not only are customers moving online, so that the the increase in traffic, e-commerce traffic, has been quite extraordinary. The number of retailers reaching out to us to come on board, we're seeing a two to three times growth in that interest from brands. And what we believe is happening, having worked in this space now for several years, is that retailers, in order to be relevant, are understanding that they must be able to engage their customers in a broader and deeper conversation beyond product. And so interestingly, they've also become quite quiet on social media, a lot of brands, because how can you talk about just your next pair of shoes? It's a very challenging environment for retailers. And so, you know, what we're seeing is this great shift towards meaningful, purposeful retail, where brands are realizing, hold on, the new normal, which we now see the, the time frame squeezed to be much shorter than we thought it would be, mm. is that purpose and product is the new normal. Business that only benefits shareholders is becoming a thing of the past. I mean, the planet and communities are crying out for the power of business to be unlocked to serve both people and planet. And in doing so, profit becomes far more sustainable, far more equitable, and far more an equation and conversation that resonates with all stakeholders in the business. And in doing so, these are the businesses of today and and undoubtedly the businesses of the future. That was I Equal Change founder and CEO, Jeremy Meltzer. In the next episode, 
Jeremy explains practically how you can embed giving into your business and make a return on investment. To find out more, go to iequalchange.com. The link is also available in the show notes of this episode. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S dot com dot au.